David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show, the only show without an opening statement at the beginning of the podcast. I'm your host, David Collins. Just another joke here. I'm so upset that April Fool's is already over. It goes by so quickly. There was one joke that we haven't announced from last week's episode. Maybe some of you have caught on. April Fool's. Last week's guest was big comedian Mark Norman. Some of you might have already guessed, not actually Mark Norman. That was our gag. It was actually nice enough of him to do Jerry, our new intern. Some of you might have heard him mention on a couple of episodes already. It was nice enough to do an impression for that episode. So if anybody sees Jerry or knows Jerry, make sure you congratulate him because he did a great job on that episode. No Dan today. Like we mentioned before, we were going to have a new co-host sitting in today. He has not arrived yet, and we were running a little late, so we had to get started without them. So hopefully they're showing up here. Not really sure what's going on. It was that same person that wasn't able to make it when Dan initially sat in. So hopefully we'll be able to see them soon. First of all, of course, follow us on Instagram at DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show. We have a lot of great things coming up. Next week's episode is going to be a little delayed. We're going to have Carson Tuttle on and we're going to be able to listen to him tell us a little bit about opening for Sam Talent, which is going to be really exciting. So make sure you're keeping an eye also on our Instagram we have some great content we're going to be putting out this week. We're looking forward to it. I wanted to start today's episode with a little joke that I heard today. I thought that might lighten the mood. Did you hear about Abe Lincoln at the party? I guess he got into a little tiff with a woman. They were arguing at the party. The woman said to him, You know, if we were married, I'd make you a cup of tea and I'd poison it. And Abe Lincoln said back to her, Well, if you were my wife, I'd drink it. Before we get into the show today, of course, everybody's favorite, color of the day. Color of the day today, Mexican pink. Very pretty color. Always reminds me of vacations when I was young to the Southwest. Color of the day today, Mexican pink. One last thing before we start the show today. Sponsor of the show today, located in Manhattan, Kansas, Eclectic Charm, located at 2125 Fort Riley Boulevard. Eclectic Charm is a marketplace located along the frontage road of Fort Riley Boulevard. With over 30 vendors in the shop, each booth is full of gorgeous handmade items, amazing repurposed pieces, and unique vintage finds. They have furniture, artwork, home decor, accessories, and so much more. Every week, see a virtual tour on their Facebook page so you can see what's in the store. Eclectic Charm. Eclectic Charm, thanks so much for sponsoring the episode today. Now, today's guest a great guest. Today we find ourselves recording again at a new comedy club. Today we are at Chicago's The Comedy Bar in Dubuque, Iowa. And it's a great place. We're in another green room. Very excited. Our guest today, manager of Chicago's The Dubuque Comedy Bar in Dubuque, Iowa, Tim Bartucci. Thanks so much for joining the show today, Tim. Thank you for having me. Tim has appeared on Ben's Fellas, Slice of Life, and Chicago Roast Battle. He also manages the Comedy Bar, of course, in Dubuque, Iowa. Tell me a little about, how'd you get started managing the Comedy Bar? Have you always been a fan of comedy? Have you worked in comedy clubs prior to this? Uh, no, no. I never worked in a comedy club. Uh, they pretty much just needed somebody, and I just happened to be here. And I've never left yet. Well, what a place to find yourself. You must see the most fascinating people come through these halls. Uh, I, I see a lot of interesting, a lot of interesting people. 
Tell me about these podcasts that you've done. Ben's Fellas. We've talked a lot about Ben's Fellas. We're a big fan of Ben's Fellas. What other podcasts? Have we named any? Have we done a good job on the... Uh, what other, What have we missed there? Yeah, no, you you are spot on. Uh, I have done... This would be my fourth, fourth podcast. Well, that's great. It's great to have you. Been really looking forward to it. I'm not sure if you know how this game, how this show works here, but we have some games we're going to be playing today, and that sound means it's time for our first game today. Oh, so excited. I hope you're excited. Our first game today is a brand new one. I hope you're a fan just like me of sitcoms, especially 90s and 2000s sitcoms, because today's first game is Sing Along with the theme song. We're going to give you a lyric of this 90s or early 2000s sitcom, and you're going to have to go buy that lyric from which theme song, which TV show is that from. Ooh. Are you ready to play, Tim? I am Sing so along ready. with this theme song. <clears throat> I'm so ready. I was born for this. Perfect. Well, I'm a big fan of this game. Really looking forward to it. Not trying to give it away or anything, but I'm a big fan of this first show. Round one. This I tell you, brother. What sitcom theme song is that lyric from? This I tell you, brother. I have no idea. I'm sorry, I got lost in your beautiful voice. That's too bad. It is the first question, so maybe you'll pick up the pace there. I'm, I'm gonna do my best. Married with it. children. Maybe you'll maybe oh. you'll recall a little when you when you hear that here. Classic. It is a classic. Are you a fan of that show? Absolutely. I remember when I first started radio, they had us waking up at 3 a.m. for a lot of the trainings. It was the only thing on at that hour when I was getting ready to go into the station. We would watch Married with Children, me and my cat. It's a great show. It's how I modeled my marriage. It was a great show. How oh, you modeled your marriage. That's yes. interesting. I'd love to hear more about that maybe in a little bit here. Round two. Wandering down this road that we call life is what we're doing. Can you tell me what song lyric is that from? Wandering down this road that we call life is what we're doing. What theme song is that lyric from? One Tree Hill. Oh, that is not correct. The answer was actually Boy Meets World. Ooh. It's a little tricky, though, because it's only seasons five through seven of Boy, Me Boy Meets World. Let's hear what that sounds like. Maybe it will ring a bell there. You told me you're a fan of sitcoms. Maybe we just haven't gotten to the right one here. I let Topanga down. Well, that brings back some memories there, doesn't it? You look right around that age for Boy Meets World. Oh, yes. Do you like this game? Sing along with this theme song. You haven't been singing along yet, but maybe we'll get you on this next one. Do you like this game? I love this game. Perfect. Round three. Now, this is getting a little tougher now. The first two weren't easy. Will there ever be a second time around? Can you name that lyric? No. No, I cannot. Will there ever be a second time around? Now... You know, if you ask me on an average day, I'm not sure if I could answer this lyric. I'd probably say that at nauseam. I often say, if you ask me that today, wouldn't be able to answer it. It always seems like it's the day that you're asked the question. Let's go ahead and see. You didn't, you didn't even give an answer, did you? I, I, I have no idea. That's certainly not even a sitcom. Step by Step was the answer. Maybe it will ring a bell there. Step by Step, are you familiar? I'm not. Should I know this one? Nine seasons. I didn't grow up with cable. Step by step. That's all right. We have one more round of this game. It's a fun game. So we have four rounds. And I'm giving you odds on this one that you're going to get the fourth one correct today. Round four. Oh, make it funky now. 
<laughs> Round four, the lyrics in this theme song from this 90s or 2000 sitcom. Ah, make it funky now. That's the lyric? Ah, make it funky now is the lyric? That is the lyric. That's from Everybody Hates Chris. Not a lot of lyrics in that theme song. Let's hear where Ah, make it funky now comes in there. Yeah, I've seen that show, and unfortunately, I didn't know that one. Well, it's a great show, a great show for comedians. You know, Chris Rock worked on that show. That that is true. Have you ever met Chris Rock? I have not. Just waiting, waiting for him to come through this comedy club. I guess you're in position to meet him one of these days. So we talked a little about married with children. There, you're currently married, is that right? I am with children. Into it with adult children. Yes, with children. Fascinating. That's very interesting. Not exactly what I thought. I, is, there, is there anything about having children that makes it hard to run a comedy club? Absolutely not. No. They, they will always be second to comedy. What a job. Who did you have to sleep with to get this position? The manager of Geno's. Interesting. Is that your wife? No. Did you cheat on your wife to get this position? No. There's an odd line of questioning that we found ourselves in. Now, or if anybody has a guess on whether or not Chim cheated for this position, go ahead and email me your guess at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Also, while we're at it, if you have any voicemails to send in, we do have some voicemails later for the show that we're going to be listening to. And if you want those heard on the show, make sure you're sending me your voicemails at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Is there not a lot of competition for a position? You think that, you know, you get people, what I want to know, what I think our audience really wants to know, Who's the meanest comedian that you've ever had come through here? Who's somebody that you really say, I never want to meet that guy again? Zach Vaughn. Zach Vaughn. Zach Vaughn. That's, is that right? Because he's actually a recommended guest. He, Zach Vaughn is an Eastern Iowa comedian. He is the host of a podcast that many of my audience has probably heard of already, Slice of Life. We have not had him on the show, but we've had plenty of requests to get him on the show. In fact, I might even appear on Slice of Life one of these days. We're in communication there. It might just be a little a tug of war seeing who appears on who's first, though. Zach Vaughn, he, not a fan of him, though. Would you recommend I avoid his show? Absolutely not. I think you should absolutely do his show. He's, he's just an asshole. You know, people expect this of me, but if we get Zach on the show, we'll have to confront, confront him on this, on people's attitudes. attitudes and and I will call in when you do so. That would be tell, great. And I will tell my Zach Vaughn stories. So one thing we've talked about before is at the comedy bar, you do something called the tomato show. Now, the first time I ever came to this club, it was September 22nd of 2022. I was here and I participated in that tomato show. I've, I've done comedy for about 10 years now, off and on, not too much, but I actually managed to get on my first appearance here, the most tomatoes. The crowd really liked me. If they were flowers, they would have thrown them. In this case, of course, we know. Now, where'd you come up with the idea for the tomato show? I didn't. Now, people have said that you've made a great host. What makes a good host? Energy. Energy makes a great host. High energy. High energy. Are there any secrets that you want to kind of give off to people that, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, people who are early in the stand-up comedy listen to this show and they kind of get advice from the comics that we have on the show. What advice would you have for somebody who's, who's trying to get better at hosting as a comedian? Remember that your job is not to be a good comedian. Your job is to host. That's some interesting advice there. But give me an example of that. What would be an example of somebody being too much of a comedian and not enough of a host? If your material's not hitting, stop doing material. That's it. You've heard it from the manager himself. Now, this guy sees a lot of comedy, so it's somebody to listen to. What dreams would you have set aside after this? Now, you have this position. Do you want to manage a new comedy club in the future? Are you happy here? Do you have aspirations to do anything more in comedy? 
Yes, I, I would really like to uh, go famous on TikTok. That's, really, that's, you have that's my next goal. Make sure you're plugging your TikTok here. We'll get you a good amount, a little bump on your TikTok. I'm sure of it if you plug your TikTok right now. Yeah, it's it's Tim Blanco. Now, we had this issue with uh, a previous guest that we had. They would not plug their things. They would not plug it. They mm. kept changing their. In fact, we've had two guests now that change their podcast regularly. So it's impossible. Make sure that you get your TikTok out there. Do you have an Instagram also? We have an Instagram. It's at DC 30 minute half hour show. I, I follow recommend you everybody out there. Follow. I appreciate that follow and make sure anybody, you know, we learned in last You don't follow episode, me back. Go ahead and plug your TikTok and your Instagram. Make sure that you're getting that out there for the, for the, for the people. It's Tim Blanco. Just Tim Blanco? Just Tim Blanco. Hey, well, that's how it means it's time for our second game. Not as much fun as that first game there, but mm. it is a fun game. Of course, this game, too, is called State Park or State Fair. Ooh. You're going to have to go through. We're going to give you a word. You don't have to identify if that's something you might see at a state park or a state fair. It might be an exotic animal. might be an exotic monument. might be a name of a ride. might be something you see at a state fair. You'll have to just take a stab at it. Are you ready to play, Tim? State Park or State Fair? Yes. Perfect. I was born for this. Round one. I'm sorry. You know, that's probably that's probably my co-host right now, actually. I should probably take that here. One, one second. Hello? Hello again, Mr. David Collins. Oh, it's you. Missing anything? What, did you take my gas cap again? Oh, no. Not your gas cap. Ha 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 ha. Then what do you want? I'm busy. I've kidnapped your new co-host. It will be up to you to find him. That's insane, gas cap criminal. That's like a legitimate crime. You'll literally be arrested. We will be traveling the country on the run, stopping at various fast food restaurants on our trip. You'll have to identify where we're eating and in what city and state in the country. Here's the clue. This fast food chain has burgers and more. And milkshakes that you'll come to adore. Find it in America's Dairyland State. Near the team with the deer, who dominate the great. It's up to you to find him. Hello? He's doing this to me again. That's crazy that he's kidnapping a co-host of mine now this is i'm not sure if you've kept up with this at all this gentleman stole my gas cap luckily laura from youngstown was able to answer the riddle a couple weeks ago and give me my gas cap back and i appreciated that he really just can't do enough to disrupt the show if anybody out there is able to solve that riddle for me email me dc 30 minute half hour at gmail.com so we can try to get our co-host back so we can finally get this guy on the show i don't know but you should really check five guys in in milwaukee five guys in milwaukee yeah Five guys, Milwaukee. Anybody who wants to confirm that and make sure that it is the five guys, go out there. He does a lot of traveling. I guess for the next week, they're just going to be eating at one of those places. So make sure you get back to me at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. I'm so sorry that he had to interrupt that game. I'm glad I took the call at least so we can kind of figure that out. But we'll go ahead and get back into this game. Remember, it was State Park or State Fair. Round one, Zillerator. State Park. Round one, Zillerator. You, you're very, you're very quick on that state park there. What, what do you walk me through a little bit? What do you think a Zillerator might be? A mountain range. Oh no! You know, I don't know if you've gotten any of these questions correct yet. We're gonna, <coughs> you're going to be first in line in our losers bracket when we have a second round of people who have done the worst because we do have a line of people who have done very well on these games so far. You have not gotten one correct. The Zillerator will attract all thrill-seekers, standing at 48 feet tall. It has six cars, each capable of holding up to four people. 
a ride for teens and adults. It's one of those towers that go up and just fall. I was always too fat to ride any of the rides. The Zillerator. Well, hopefully we don't run into that problem with any of these other clues here. How about state parks? Have you have you? Ran I'm also any? too I'm also too fat to to travel state parks. And we're a little suspicious of it. We've let we've actually had to let let someone go, and it hasn't changed this. I thought that our team was playing a prank on me by only giving me guests that were of the larger type. I, I honestly thought that this was an interview for the Biggest Loser. You talk to a professional like this guy, we could go all day. This man knows how to talk to a comedian. Round two, Chiricahua State Park. Chiricahua. What could Chiricahua be? You know, walk me through a little bit there. You think it's a state park that's good going for two for two. That's a good strategy if you're not sure. But what do you think? Chiricahua. State park. Just state park? Well, that's correct. Chiricahua National Monu Monument is a unit of the national park system located in the Chiricahua Mountains of southeastern Arizona. What a perfect question for the color of the day, which is Mexican pink. Southeastern Arizona, though, still in the southwest there. Let's go ahead and play round three. Lemke. Round three is Lemke. State park or state fair? L-E-M-K-E, Lemke. Now, it could be a monkey. Could be. It could be a game at the fair. Lemke. State park. I'm so sorry. That is another incorrect answer. Wow. Lemke Motorsports has various parts for tractor pulls. They sponsor tractor pulls at state fairs all around the country. Lemke Motorsports. That's all right. You got one chance here to make it two for two on one of these games, which will be a good stat to carry over. Round four. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm focused. I'm focused. Cat rack. Round four. Cat rack. Stay Might park. Be a trick question. Stay park. I'm going with it. Final answer, Regis. Four State out park. of four State Park. Let's go ahead and see. No. Cat Rack. Show off your throwing skills by knocking over zany clown faces lined up in a row. Some say you need the speed, but real winners know that an accurate throw will get you the prize. Cat Rack. Sorry, these were not your games, I guess, so far, but maybe that third game you say you had a family, the third game, very much geared towards families. I should have went with carnival games. Now everybody remember, send in your emails, send in your voicemails to dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. We had a nice email coming in from a listener named Lisa this week. I'd really love to hear the story about how you recovered your gas cap. Can you share? Did you have to travel to get it? This has been on my mind lately and even in my nightmares. Avid listener, Lisa. Well, thanks for sending that email in, Lisa. Of course, I just reached out to Laura and sent her a P.O. box. She sent me back that gas cap, and we sent her her prize. It was as simple as that. I don't want to give too much away, of course. Thanks again for sending in that email, Lisa. That was nice. You can see that the audience is really, the gas cap criminal has been really throwing things around recently and messing with the show. Now, Dan McCullough, are you familiar with Dan McCullough, Tim? Yes, I love Dan McCullough. I, you know, I've heard people describe him as the pride of Dubuque. He is a great comedian in the eastern Iowa area, and he's been co-host, sitting in as a co-host for us for a couple of episodes. It's been great to have him on. He went ahead and sent in a voicemail today, and I actually haven't even listened to this. So let's go ahead and just listen to what Dan has going on this week. Hey, David, uh, this is Dan McCullough calling in. Um, just wanted to say it sucks not being on the show with you today, but I bet you're your new co-host is absolutely crushing it. Also, uh, since Brody called in with a list of stuff that pissed him off, I figured I'd call in with a list of stuff that made me happy. Um, 
I found a Starbucks gift card on the side of the road, and it had $4.27 on it, so that made me happy. I had a customer at work tell me I did an awesome job helping them. That made me happy. I wasn't asked to come back to your show to co-host this week, and that made me sad. But I know I got my foot in the door, so that made me happy. And uh, finally, I had a slice of Casey's Pizza with just enough grease on it, and that made me happy. Um, and I know Tim is from the comedy bar there. Uh, hey, Tim, how you doing, man? Um, I, I would just want to ask him, would the comedy bar be down to do a comedy competition that David could come judge? All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thanks so much, Dan. Thank you. I hope you have a good one. Tim, you got some questions for you there. Now, he didn't ask me. I'm not sure if I have the time to be judging a competition like that, but I'd, I'd surely look for an opportunity like that to participate in any event at the comedy bar. So that would be great to, great to have. Absolutely. Fair enough. We'll, we'll set it for a week. a week, a week from tomorrow. He did say hello to you. Would you like to acknowledge that Dan said hello to you? I'm just not sure if there's bad blood between you two or you're, if you're faking it for the show or, or kind of what's going on there because your face, that whole voicemail was not not that you were happy to hear him. Anyway, we'll just move right on, though. I wanted to bring back a fun segment, and luckily we had another email coming in this week that allowed us to do so. Some of you might remember an earlier episode, Lily Battles, where we reached out to Anthony and figured out that his wife actually might have been cheating on him. Back when we were on the radio... I'd love to do these phone pranks also, um, and I thought we'd bring him back today, a nice original David Collins phone prank, because we got an email here from Becky. We received an email from Becky, who works at a restaurant down in Riley, Kansas. She has a coworker, Marcus, who apparently received a $500 tip from a table of one. Can you believe that? What a good tip. And according to Becky, he can't stop talking about it or showing off his brand new leather jacket. Well, Becky, let's see if we can give Marcus a little bit of a scare this morning, and maybe next time he'll keep all that talk about money to himself. Thank you for calling. This is Marcus. Oh, hey, this is Marcus, you said? Yes, can I help you? Aren't you a waiter? Why do they have you answering the phones? Well, we were just getting set up for lunch this morning, so... I see. Well, good. You're the one I wanted to talk to. Me? I mean, okay. I'm sure you'll remember me. My name is Chuck Lilyleather McGovern. I think I'd remember that name, sir. Well, I was at your establishment last week, and I believe I overtipped you. Sir, people tip here, well, often. So, you're gonna have to be more specific. Well, allow me to be more specific. I sat by myself, and I gave you a very nice tip. Oh, yeah. I remember you. You said you really appreciated the service and were going to give me a nice tip, but... Yeah, things were great. I thought a $50 tip would be nice. Well, I mean, I'm really sorry, sir. There's just not much we can do at this point. Look, I'll tell you what. I'll be there about 2.30 this afternoon to pick it up. Pick what up? My money. What money? You know, it's not even about the money. It's about the principal, all right? So just expect me there around 2.30. Look, I don't have the money. It's good luck getting it, man. Hey, tough guy. I told you I was back in the States for business, didn't I? Listen, I'm in the machete business if you catch my drift. Uh-huh. Well, I don't make them, but, you know, import, export. Uh, look, I don't want any trouble, but I, I don't have the money right now. Yeah? Did you spend my money? I mean, let's just say it got tied up, you know? All right, well, I'll be there about 2.30 p.m. to pick up my money or whatever you spend my money on. And if you don't have my money, well, uh... I'll give you a minute beating for every dollar that's missing. Hey, man, like, you don't need to come down here. We, we can work something out. You're right. 
I don't need to come down there. You know why? Why? Because this is David Collins, formerly of 101.5 K-Rock. You were set up by Becky. This is a phone scam. Oh, my God, man. Ah, wow. What a relief. She was a little annoyed you keep talking about that coat you bought. (laughs) I mean, hey, it's a nice coat, you know. (laughs) Boy, well, I think we gave him a little scare there. Becky, let me know if you hear about that at the restaurant. Anybody else who liked that phone scam or has another another person that they want to get on the line, make sure you're emailing us at dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. Boy, I don't think Marcus knew it was coming, huh? And that leads us right into our next segment, my favorite segment, World News with David Collins. We have a couple of national stories that I wanted to talk about today, and of course, a little heartwarming story involving the story Peanuts and people doing a blood drive. But what we want to start with today, of course, we're entering allergy season, so I thought it'd be nice to give a few tips for non-medicinal ways to deal with the allergies. What do you think about that, Tim? Are you affected at all by the allergies these days? Yes. Pollen count is high. There is an herb known as butterbur, which is one option. Have you ever heard of butterbur? I have not. I have not either. These other ones, though, you might be a little more familiar with. Green tea. That's a good way to help you with the allergies. It contains a substance that can block certain allergic responses in the body. Green tea. Spicy food, of course, is a good option if you want to try to keep those allergies down. Keep the sinuses going, including cayenne pepper. It could help. Of course, a neti pot. Do you use any of these so far? A neti pot, spicy food, green tea, butter burr, maybe spicy food. Why do you think I like spicy food? Oh, just because it ends in food. Humidifier is one. One great way to counteract the dryness is to use a humidifier. I've used those before, especially when I was, uh, we would mentioned before, this is really turning into a Southwestern episode, but anytime I remember being in the Southwest, it's very important that you have a humidifier if you're not from around there. Lastly, eucalyptus oil. This is a good little trick that you might try. Eucalyptus oil from the leaves of the eucalyptus tree. You put a few drops of eucalyptus oil in a boiling, steaming pot of water and you breathe in the vapors, and that can help you with your allergies. So just a few tips out there for you. Anybody listening to cut down on those allergies, thought that'd be nice to include. Well, national news. You hear about this Trump arrest? Boy, this is crazy, huh? Now, I would never want any president to be found behind bars. But wouldn't I love to see Trump running the cafeteria? You're fired on the grill. (laughs) Look at this guy, he's a celebrity, then he was president, now he's going to jail. If I know anything about a bucket list, he'll be on Everest next week. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers to President Trump. Also, Biden was in the news here. He declared that April will now be, April is now Arab American Appreciation Month. You know, I'm a big fan of alliteration. I don't know if you know that. So that's one reason why I think it's a great idea. Even if it probably was just a mistake, something that came out of his mouth, I don't think it's a bad idea. I'm just glad that he waited till after April Fool's to say it. (laughs) I feel like it should have been in September. This blood drive I wanted to talk about today. I'm not sure if anybody's seen this in the news. Not really being covered because it's not a big story, but I thought... It did bring warmth to my heart. The American Red Cross partnered with the popular Peanuts cartoon brand to create an exclusive t-shirt featuring Snoopy for people donating blood. Now the shirt is going viral on TikTok, and first-time blood donors are showing up to get their hands on the exclusive merch. Would you donate blood to get your hands on a Snoopy blood drive t-shirt? 
Absolutely. You think that might be worth something one day? You really have to wonder. Absolutely. Anybody listening and wanting to take advantage of that, this is through the American Red Cross, and it is running from April 1st through the 23rd. You'd think they'd start it on the 2nd, just to avoid any confusion. You'd think. Of course. Have you ever donated blood before? No. How do you feel about that? Do you feel strongly about that? Would, would giving out merch like that, exclusive merch, might, might kind of make you want Absolutely. to give blood? Anybody in your family give blood? What's your opinion on giving blood? Are you religious at all? Yes. So the merch would sway you from... Yes, merch over Jesus every time. That's interesting. If we were trying to avoid, if we weren't trying to avoid politics, I might have another question about things that you put in your body. But we do only have one game left, and that sound means it's time for that game. This game's called You Bored Yet? We're going to go over some instructions for board games. There's three different segments <coughs> of instructions from different board games, and based on those three rules that we give you, you're going to have to guess what is that board game. Are you ready to play You Bored Yet? Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Now, you with your family, this should be a nice familiar game with you. Do you like playing board games with the family? Absolutely not. That would be a nice way to bond if you're coming in no. with two separate... You know, they never did that in Married with Children either. I don't think there's a board game episode, which differs from a lot of sitcoms. That might have what made it kind of cutting edge for the time. Let's go ahead and play Are You Bored Yet? Round one. Now remember, we're going to give you three rules. Let's Ru do it. Rule one. Two pawns of the same color may never occupy the same space. Rule two. Regardless of which card sent you there, any time you land by exact count on the triangle at the beginning of a slide that is not your own color, slide ahead to the end. And rule three. If you draw a 10, you can either move forward 10 spaces or backwards one space. Now, can you name that board game with those two rules? We have some pawns. There's some sliding going on. And if you draw a 10, and it sounds like there's some cards involved, if you draw a 10, you can either move one back or forward 10. Do you know that board game? Candyland. Shoots and ladders. Sorry. Sorry was the answer. Knew it. Knew it. Sorry. That's all right. Told me about we, got a next we got another opportunity here. A great round two. I'm sorry. I'm very confused. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally fine. Tim is, Tim is talking to nobody here, but we're going to go ahead and get right into round two. You better wrap this up before he gets too much crazier. Round two. I see that empty cup next to you. I'm not sure what was in that. Round two. Rule one. To start the game, each player draws 10 white cards. Provocative. Rule two. After the round, a new player becomes the card czar, and everyone draws back up to 10 white cards. Rule three. If a black card is played and you have more than one white card that you think could win, you can bet one of your awesome points to play an additional white card. Now, with those rules, can you guess what that game might be? Now, remember, these aren't just games with boards. These games, these could be any games from Uno to Monopoly. Uh, sounds, really. like a, sounds like a McCullough Christmas party. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I thought you might get this one here. You actually look pretty confident going into it after one of those rules. It was Cards Against Humanity. Ooh, I hate humanity. Ten white cards. Well, it's against humanity. You might like the game. Might like it then. I you like guess. card games? Because two negatives do make a positive. Let's go ahead and jump Shut into round down. three here. Round three. Rule one. The dealer rolls the dice and counts that many tiles from the right edge of their wall and separates the wall at the point to begin dealing tiles from the left of that spot and going clockwise. Rule two. If nobody claims the discarded tile, but it completes a chow for you, you may claim it at the beginning of your turn by saying chow. Rule three. 
Players play to a predetermined number of points or 16 rounds. No, I did not. So that is a board game. Might be a little tricky. It involves child. So it does kind of narrow it down there. Now I'm I say it's chow. It involves dice too, and chow, chow might be a good guess. Let's chow. go ahead and take a it's take not a look. Trump Monopoly just because they build a wall. Mahjong. Mahjong was the answer. That was my next there. guess. That was my next one. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Did you like that game? I loved it. What was your favorite game today? The first one. That first one. I that wish that one. you would have gotten some of those sitcom. I knew as soon as you heard them, a light came in your eye and you said, I know exactly what the answer was. I wish I would have gotten it. Maybe we'll have to bring you back on the show and really we'll have to talk about me judging whatever that competition that you and Dan are working on there. Really excited to get into some of that. Remember, everybody listening, follow us at DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show on Instagram. And if you want a voicemail played on the show or if you want an email read on the show, make sure you're sending those to DC 30 Minute Half Hour at gmail.com. Hopefully, We'll be able to get that guest rescued. Make sure you're double-checking, was it that five guys in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or might it be somewhere different? Let us know. Tim, any last words today? Well, thanks again for being on the show. Everybody listening, I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.